Hello and welcome to What's the Story Ghost. I'm your host, Annette. And I'm Stephen. And today we are on episode 89. 89, drink some wine. Okay, cool. I was going to go feeling fine, but both of those kind of go hand in hand. Well, drink some wine, feeling fine. <laughs> today we are staying home. And that is the end. Yeah. Exit jingle. <laughs> we crack on? Crack on. What is a spooky castle story without a fair maiden trapped in a tower? I always assumed growing up stories like Rapunzel and even Shrek were just that, fairy tales. But since starting the podcast, I've become enlightened to the fact that seldom does a castle go through history without someone being trapped in a room in a tower or locking themselves away from the world in heartbreak. Today we'll talk about two castles here on the Emerald Isle that if you drove past them, you would be forgiven for just thinking, look at that castle, I wonder what lovely things happened there. I'm sure lovely things have happened there, but that's not my job, so let me tell you about the ghosties. The Ballygally Castle Hotel, Larne, Northern Ireland. The beautiful 17th century establishment boasts 54 lovely bedrooms. It's conveniently situated for visitors who want to discover the wonders of the Antrim coast, such as the legendary Causeway route that offers awe-inspired vistas, as well as serene beach strolls with stunning views of the Irish Sea. The castle was constructed by James Shaw in 1625 on land granted to him by the Earl of Antrim. He lived there with his wife, Isabella Brisbane. During a time of conflict between English and Scottish settlers and Gaelic-Irish chieftains, the castle was constructed with walls five feet thick and narrow windows designed to allow muskets to be fired from them. The castle's defensive features proved effective in withstanding attacks. Although the castle faced several sieges in 1641 and was briefly captured in 1680, it remained in the possession of the Shaw family until the early 1800s. Financial difficulties then led them to sell the castle. After that, the castle was used as a base for the local Coast Guard, It was eventually converted back to residential use and later transformed into an inn during the 1950s. Ballygally Castle has several ghost stories to tell, the most famous of which is Lady Isabella Shaw, wife of Lord James Shaw. One version of the story suggests that Lord Shaw desperately wanted a son, but when his wife delivered a daughter, he callously locked his wife in a room in the castle turret. Desperate to be reunited with her newborn child, Isabella attempted to escape through the window, but fell to her death. Another version of the same story tells of how Lord Shaw, or someone hired by him, deliberately pushed poor Isabella from the window. According to the second version of the story, Lady Isabella was involved in an extramarital affair, and the child was a result of it. This caused her husband to become furious and resulted in her falling from the tower. It's unclear whether she fell while attempting to escape, or was pushed by someone. Lady Isabella's room in the tower, the ghost room, is now preserved for visitors who wish to ascend the spiral staircase and say hello to her spirit. According to some, she is quite receptive. In 1998, a BBC Radio Ulster reporter, accompanied by a psychic medium, recorded a segment in the ghost room. According to the presenter's account to author Jeff Bellinger, The temperature in the room increased by 10 degrees and a strong scent of vanilla filled the air. 
The medium claimed to have connected with a ghost of a distressed young woman who was being held against her will by an older woman and was worried about her daughter. The spirit paced back and forth, looking out the window and wondering why Robert, who was at sea, had not come to rescue her. Later that night, the reporter spent time alone in the room and at 3am, the cold room warmed up and the scent of vanilla returned. However, like a responsible person, the reporter left the room and spent the rest of the night in another part of the hotel. According to local legends, Ballygally Castle is said to be haunted by the ghost of Madame Nixon. She lived in the castle in the 19th century and her presence is often signalled by the sound of a silk dress rustling through the corridors. Some confused guests have even reported hearing knocks on their doors at night. In 2003, the dungeon room was set up for a corporate dinner. The table was perfectly set and the door was locked to prevent any disturbances. However, upon inspection shortly before the guests arrived, the manager found the table in complete disarray. The glasses were arranged in a circle with some strange residue and all the napkins had been opened. Nobody knows who or what caused the disturbance, but some speculate that it could have been the work of a child ghost. Other guests have reported strange experiences as well. Here are some I took note of. My niece had her video camera out in our room and videoed about six seconds, which was obviously just an accident. But the strange thing was the TV was off. It was her and my partner alone in the room. You can clearly see him standing in camera shot and clear as day hear a woman's voice whispering, excuse me? It was clear as day and freaked me out. I have listened over and over and I'm 100% sure it's paranormal, which I'm quite sceptical about. My niece was obsessed with running up and down the tower room and I did sort of ask Isabel to try and make a noise for a joke when we went into the tower. But this voice at approximately 1am on camera is amazing and eerie. One hotel guest was startled when he was touched on the back while sleeping. Now awake and somewhat confused, he heard a child laughing and moving from his room. He assumed it was one of his own children, but then he remembered that they were all at home and he was there alone. The man fled the room and headed to the lobby, probably giving the staff on duty a fright too, as the lad was only wearing his underwear. Ross Castle, Killarney County, Kerry In 1536, the 12th Lord of Delvin, Richard Nugent, commissioned the construction of Ross Castle, which stands on the edge of the Pale, the central Anglo-Saxon area of medieval Ireland. Strategically located on a steep hill overlooking Loch Sheelan, it offered a vantage point to keep watch over the O'Reillys, who were their enemies to the north. It took several years for workmen at the Ross Quarry to cut the stone and construct the castle's imposing tower, which was surrounded by walled living quarters and defensive buildings. The entrance gate into the inner yard, which still stands today, is a testament to the remarkable craftsmanship of Ross's stonemasons, who were renowned throughout the county. Rumours suggested that underground grottos and walkways formed the subterranean foundation of the castle's flagstone structure. Richard Nugent was also known as the Black Baron due to his bad reputation. He treated his people harshly and had a bad temper, which earned him his nickname. Legend has it that many centuries ago, in the village of Ross, 
A woman had just finished baking bread and left a large loaf on her windowsill to cool. A dog happened to pass by and took the bread. The woman noticed the missing loaf and yelled, Thief! Thief! out the window. The dog dropped the bread and ran away. Later, a beggar was resting under a nearby tree when the black baron and his entourage were out hunting. The baron heard about the bread thief and questioned the beggar, thinking he might have taken the bread. The beggar denied knowing anything about the bread, which angered the baron because he presumed the beggar was lying to his face. The poor vagrant argued his case but to no avail. There, on the spot, the baron made his own men prepare a gallows. As master of the land, he possessed the right to pass judgment and decide over life and death. The beggar was hanged right there and then. This was the nature of Richard Nugent, the Black Baron. Later, the townspeople found the missing bread. They planted a cross at the place where the gallows stood and where, after 500 years, it is remembered to this day. Sabina, the daughter of the Black Baron, was a beautiful young woman who spent much of her youth by the shores of Loch Sheelan in the Irish countryside. Despite being the daughter of an English lord, she was well liked by the local Irish villagers, whom she frequently interacted with on her extended walks. Although she usually had a governess with her, she occasionally managed to sneak away on her own. On one such occasion, she met Orwin, the son of an O'Reilly chieftain, at the bridge across the Inny, which formed the border of her father's territory. They headed off and spent hours talking. They soon fell deeply in love but it was unprecedented for the daughter of an English lord to be involved with the son of an Irish chieftain. Orwin and Sabina were deeply in love despite their family's feud and the political turmoil surrounding them. They dreamed of getting married and spending their lives together, but soon realised it was impossible. Feeling hopeless, they decided to elope and seek their fortunes elsewhere. One night, they met in secrecy and boarded a boat to cross the lake. However, a sudden storm caught them off guard, causing the boat to overturn. They struggled to stay afloat as the storm grew stronger, unable to return to their land. Eventually they were rescued, but their dreams of being together were shattered. While Sabine was rescued, she did not wake up for three days. Only then, when she regained consciousness, she was told that Orwin drowned, his body eventually being retrieved from the lock's wet grave. Upon realising that her love was gone forever, Sabine fell into a deep despair. She locked herself in the castle's tower. She didn't eat or drink until she fell into a deep sleep from which she never woke up. To this day, Sabine haunts the castle walls. Visitors and guests make frequent encounters with her spirit, still in search of her love and restless until the day she will be reunited with him. It said that Sabina's fate was the payback for her father's cruel deeds. His soul will not find rest over the fate of many of his victims and his grief for the loss of his only daughter. As for the Black Baron himself, he's also said to make an appearance around the haunted Ross Castle from time to time, although the two are never seen together. So if you decide to take a trip to the haunted Ross Castle, keep an eye out for poor Sabina. However, make sure you pay for the bread should you stop at the cafe. What do you think of those stories? 
those were interesting. Sorry, those were interesting. It, they're, they're two castles I hadn't heard of, which is weird because I, I, I love castles and I love Irish castles because they've always got some Game of Thronesy stuff going on behind them. Um, well, funny you should mention. Well, funny you should mention it. There was a couple of instances where my my mind was brought to Game of Thrones, like when the first Shaw girl was pushed out the window, yeah. or Isabella was pushed oh, or fallen. Yeah. Do you remember? She, the the young child, came a cropper of the brother and sister in the tower doing the dance doing with the, no pants, doing the medieval riding, and <laughs> doing the medieval dirty. Yeah. And they pushed him out the window, the second story window. Sorry, I broke into a scout song. Um, That's a scout song? Yeah, it's you start off with... Uh, <laughs> ah, but it's fine. It's, it starts off with a nursery rhyme. No, it doesn't work with two If anybody knows what the hell I'm talking about, please message <laughs> Um But, yeah, that reminded me of the Grand Game of Thrones there. I don't know if it is Ballygally Castle or if it's Ross Castle. I want to say it's Ballygally, but if anyone hasn't heard of it and sees pictures of it and thinks, oh, this does actually look a little bit familiar. I think some of the recording of, oh, speaking of Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones the, all the different places were named differently what was the the iron island iron island yeah is that one i think the coastline is the same i think they that's where they recorded the coastline yeah could be um, it's the anthem, isn't it there was a lot of stuff done up north wasn't there uh, for games of thrones Ga- yeah, games of thrones yeah it's uh on the sequel <laughs> i believe yeah a lot of game of thrones is filmed up north name a place up north that you haven't been that you'd love to go have you done the Giant's Causeway? No, I want to do the Giant's Causeway. I love to do the Giant's Causeway. I want to do the Tourist Trap and go see the Titanic Museum. Yeah, a friend of mine only went a little while ago. His, uh, oh God, he's going to kill me now. I think one of his little lads is seven, I think they're seven and nine. And they're at the perfect age where they're like really inquisitive. They were asking tons of questions. And on the ticket, it says the whole tour should take you 90 minutes. And he was like, we were there for five hours. I was like, that sounds delightful. Whereas the boys now are at the age where I can bring them to somewhere like Duckett's Grove down the road from where we are here. And they won't have a clue what we're doing. They'll just know that they're getting a blueberry muffin in the cafe. They don't care about anything else. Whereas I get to kind of walk around. Um, Ballygally Castle isn't actually too far from where we are going when you're doing your triathlon. Think we should go and have a little mosey. We have a look see. Certainly, we're up from the sidelines. I think it's like 25 minutes, 35 minute drive from where we're staying. We'll have a look at it on it's the map. It's in Lyon. 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 I can't wait for the accent. I love the Northern Ireland accent. There's so many accents that are just kind of like, yeah, I get it. And then there's other accents where like people are like, oh, the Australian accent. I'm like, no, it's never done anything for me. But the Northern Ireland accent. Can't understand a word people are saying at the best of time. But then they look at us and they're like, how can you understand Cork people? And I'm like, how can you not understand Cork people? I asked, I asked them to write stuff down a <laughs> Does it work? They don't understand me. <laughs> Have you any characters for me? For for the first one, yeah. Really? Uh, good, yeah. good, good, good. I have Rapunzel here. And I, I wrote that down because this is very rapunzel And then I was just thinking of, don't know why I went there, but what would Rapunzel be called if it was modern day and she was trapped in the tower in Clondalkin? And what would her mates call her? Rapunzel. Rapunzel. <laughs> Rapunzel, maybe. Snow. Punzo, Punzo. Punzo. <laughs> Hey Punzo, you coming down? 
No, do me hair. <laughs> Where'd you get your nails? Penny's horn. Nails? Yeah, you think you, she's in a tower. She obviously has stick on nails. <laughs> okay. There's actually a really nice place that you can get your nails done, not too far from. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. We're gone. Well, uh, okay, do we have anybody else in there? Uh, the bad guy, uh, Danny Rito. Because why not? I was, I was, I was actually. Are you thinking of Lord Farquaad at the same time? Yeah, kind of. Well, not <laughs> yes, no. But I was looking for all the bad. I was looking for Friends characters there because we were watching it earlier. Um, so I, I did say Lisa Kudrow, didn't I? For you didn't, but oh, I, sorry, that totally makes sense. So I, I, I Lisa Kudrow for Ronto <laughs> or for Isabel, I should say. Very good. Um, and that's all the characters I have for that particular one. But oh, Madame Nixon, Kathy Bates. Of course, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. yes. I was looking for, I can't remember. Although, although, didn't, oh, I'm actually forgetting now, which which one was it? That the psychic said that the, she could sense an older person and a younger person. The older person trying to keep her in the room could be Kathy Bates, kind of going like a misery kind of style, okay. like breaking the ankles off her. But isn't that really sad though, that that's the way history goes? It's either... I don't really want anyone knowing that I'm an absolute dick and I'm just pissed that my wife can't have a boy so I'm just going to tell everyone she had an affair and we're locking her in the terror because she's an adulteress. Yeah. Isn't that shocking? Go on anyway, who'd you have for the next one? Um, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my writing's brilliant. <laughs> you wrote in Cork. <laughs> yeah. I actually, when I went to learn how to fly in Florida, Floridians, this especially... Wallaby? Wallaby yeah, lands, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially the ones that are really chilled out but they're just like hey man you're up next and there was one guy who t- he was in like 81 but he got up and he got in the hang glider and flew and he, he, he was like yeah i'm going for my but he, there was nothing wrong with him he just talked really slow and everybody was looking at me especially the owner of wallaby ranch and he was like matthew mcconaughey slow He's Matthew McConaughey, he's Speedy Gonzalez for these guys. Oh really? I was I was talking and I was quite, I was a little bit excited because I was about to get strapped to a kite and go flying. <laughs> so I was talking probably a little bit fast, but I, I was and I have this thing where my accent gets thicker when I go abroad. Oh same, same, ca- same. Just I've in case there's other other Dubliners in the region and it's like It's like a honing beacon du- kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, he's like, I can't understand a word you're saying. Anyway, fill out that form, sign off the, your waivers, and then I hand them back the form, and I had writing like what you're seeing on the page, and he goes, "Oh my God, you write like you talk. What the hell?" <laughs> so anyway, uh, and that I'm was... so glad somebody else pointed it out, and not just me. But you can read your writing. Can you read your writing? Uh, if it's within I, I a certain was, time frame. Uh, I thought like the black the black baron. I was kind of thinking of the, the obvious character from Game of Thrones. The mountain, but I'm just like we've used him like last yeah. week. But Sabrina, sorry, Sabina, Sabina. and you see where I'm going next. But Melissa Joan Hart, of course, of course, of course, course. If her name is Sabrina and I said it wrong seventy no, billion times, Sabina, I did say Sabina because yeah. that's that's the that's the information I got. But if it was Sabrina, then I'm very sorry. Uh, there's a fake girl called Sabina taking your place. Uh, please don't be mad at me and don't haunt me when we go there. Oh, we're not going there. That's in Kerry, Killarney. I don't know where Ross's castle is. It's probably upstate New York. Can't believe I I know. See, and I knew you'd reference it some way, yeah, but, but I'm actually see, really surprised that you didn't. It's just pure fluke that I started with a friend's rant on the first, hit and then you <laughs> and then you called Ross's castle up, and I'm like, I'm not even going to do it. 
I'm not even gonna. They're really, really pretty. Yeah. Um, Ballygally Castle is a small structure in comparison to what they've built onto it now. It's a really picturesque, white seafront building that the only thing separating it from the coastline is its own car park. It's stunning. Um, but Ross's Castle again it's it's the exact same you kind of pass by all these rooms and you like I, everybody else is like oh look there's a thing okay anyway whereas I'm like I wonder what happened I wonder what ghosts are there I wonder like I'd love to go to the hotel we got married in surely to god that thing is standing 100 200 years there has to has to be some ghosts there because people used to travel from really really far to go to the springs that were there yeah yeah because you know people are here at the spa hotel and then they're like what do you mean you don't offer massage treatments i'm like no 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 it doesn't have a spa it's just in the name it doesn't... just means that you are a spa for <laughs> asking is there anything else that you wanted to ask oh me? i'm happy with that now i had a little bit of a chit chat you told your stories and i think say your words do you know what we should do we should do like a what's the story bingo where anytime I mention something about the patriarchy, or anytime or you mention the handwriting or, or scouts, people should take a drink. <laughs> we finish up there? Yes, say your words. Okay. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I will, of course, include the links in the show notes. If you have any questions on this or any other episode, our socials are what's the story ghost on Instagram and what's the story ghost at gmail.com. If you have any personal stories you would like to share. And those are all my words. Exit jingle. Exit jingle. Bye. I don't know what you think you sang, but that's not what you hummed. I was trying to hum friends <laughs> I I lack certain things. One of them would be timing, musically, <laughs> and the other would be tone. music, musically. Music. Yeah. Well, that's generally. <laughs>